What is up, guys? You're tuning into this Okiru podcast. I'm your co-host Jasper, and we thank you so much for spending this time with us. We hope you enjoy this episode. Make sure to follow us on our socials at Okiru Apparel on Instagram, Okiru on Facebook, Okiru on YouTube, and also Okiru on major platforms such as Spotify and Apple Music. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. We hope you enjoy. Okay. Welcome back, Josh, to the Okiru Podcast. How's it going, brother? Good, man. Thanks for having me. Blessed to be here. Of course, man. Awesome, we love awesome. chatting with you, bro. And especially, like, we can see that you're in the shop. Yeah, how's, how's your day been? Yeah, pretty good, man. Pretty busy. Got a lot of work on, a lot of repairs um, and customs and still fitting out the place a bit as well. Yeah. So doing a bit of repairs inside the shop itself from the floods had a little bit come in, not water come in, but had a bit of damage to the building from the floods. And I've started fitting out a second room, which will be um, a customs gallery. So other customizers from around Australia, the globe, whatnot, can have a display piece in there. They can do a big display piece for the wall, have a pair of shoes there on display as well. And then um, customer can come through and shoot off the commission to that artist. That's that amazing. Is so awesome. Yeah. Do you do you plan on doing a lot of these collaborations with other people coming in, like showing off their business? Yeah, it's been in the sorry to cut you off, bro. It's been in the works for quite some time. So with the US guys, I've been talking to a few US guys for a while now. Um, the big guys over there for getting display pieces and things. The only thing that stopped me jumping on theirs already is the exchange rate at the moment. Mm. <clears throat> so normally we float around the 90 cents to their dollar US, but at the moment we're like 70 cents to their dollar. Mm. So that's straight away. And a lot of these big artists, they, they're not scared to charge what they're worth. So they're charging yeah. $3,000 for a pair. That straight away is putting that up to $4,000 Australian for a pair just with the exchange rate. Wow. And so, uh, I'm not a greedy person. My cut wouldn't be massive. It's like cents mm. in the dollar. It's buttons. Um, but still, it's the exchange rate at the moment is, I think, will put off too many customers. I would have. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah especially yeah, in today's climate. Yeah. Mm, but same with the Australian guys. Been tossing that up for a while. A few guys are actually working on a pair. Um, Shoe Cutters has his Wu-Tang pair here. I think I showed mm. them last time on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but so when this room, next room set up, just behind this one, um, is they'll be going in there. Amazing. So, so, um, so far allocating um, possibly two metres to each artist. So they yeah. can do like a massive, not massive, or two metre <laughs> display piece. <laughs> That's amazing, man. What, what um, made you want to, you know, open your space to the community and other creatives? Um, there's enough money and love to go around for everyone, man. So as I saw it for the business anyway, there was no point in me battling it out with competition. Mm -hmm. You know, like, my, that's ugly for everybody. Um, it might motivate some, but for me, I work great in a team as well. I'm not saying yeah. I need people around to make moves or anything, but, um, at the same time, it's good to support the guys, man. I appreciate what they're doing. Mm. Um, so other a few customizers I stock little things that they make as well. So Shoebaker, I have his um, checks and shoe tags. Premium Geek from mm. the US, I have her shoe tags and stuff. So just willing to willing and happy to support other guys, man. Yes, they deserve it. it. They deserve it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love exactly. that. I love that mindset. Just having you know, there's a, there's enough for everyone. You know, yeah, and 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't have to be greedy and like think that there's a limited supply of people that are going to come, you know. There's, there's so much out there, so much out there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask, like, um, and bring it back to when you first started of how actually back in the day when, when you were still a kid or something like that, because I know you have quite an entrepreneurial mind when it comes to like, you know, selling sneakers and now you're doing the customs and repairs. Like, how did that all begin? What were you doing like as a kid and stuff? How were you as a kid? Um, just always wanted to figure out how things work, to be honest, pretty much. So I was always like pulling stuff apart. Um, when if when like the old back in the days when they had Walkmans that used to listen to with the cassette tape, if that busted, I'd pull it apart, try and fix it. I think I got that from my granddad. He was always playing wow. stuff, trying to fix it as well. Mm -hmm. um, and then just that went into sneakers. When I started loving sneakers, I wanted to find mm -hmm. out um, like how the air bubbles working, how far like how far it went up into the sole, what other materials we're using, and then same with the Reebok pump. I wanted to know how it works, and um, then from there. Man, I don't know. I just kind of got carried away and lost in it all, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So did you destroy a couple of sneakers? Oh, man. Fixed a few as well. So then I had had my um, sentimental pairs that I'd hang on mm. to and I'd mm. be able to get an extra two years out of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. That's it. You save money by repairing your stuff, right? Like, you know, what's the point of throwing it out like when it's still repairable? Yeah. yeah, that's right. And I, I remember when um, those Reebok pumps as well, the sole went in on one time and I, I was too young to do that. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> Not too young. I just didn't have, like YouTube wasn't around to find that yeah. information or whatnot. It was pre-internet. Um, <laughs> it was like encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> old school. <laughs> old school, man. Old school. The sole came off and my mum took him to a shop to repair and he didn't, he didn't use the original Reebok sole. So like you just got some generic soul, which is a complete different color and everything. And yeah. up. Man, I wanted to cry. Like legit, when I see these things, I wanted to cry. <laughs> and then it wasn't long, <coughs> long after a friend, his hair busted and then I got him off mm. him and I always held on to him just for sentimental. I didn't wear him. And then I was able to do a soul swap at I think maybe like age 12 or something like that. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible, man. Started young, started young. <laughs> Then had a big gap, had like a 20-year gap as well with work and mm. getting sidetracked with bills and having to support family, kiddos. Like yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, um, So you've, obviously, you've like broken down shoes. You you know the sneak game for a while now. What, How has the technology progressed from when you started to where it is today? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, like, well, they're, everything was analog back in the day and now switching to digital. So now there's um, Chase Shields been doing it for a while, a bespoke guy who hand makes in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, so he's been using little chips that he'll stitch into the tongue. Then you can scan them, information of the shoe comes up, whatnot. Guys are now putting NFTs in that as well. So you scan it, buy an NFT. Yeah, so it's pretty, there's wow. some crazy things. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> The biggest thing was like a Reebok pump that blew my mind as a kid. That yeah. was groundbreaking. Um, from there, kind of died off a bit to the shocks and whatnot. But now, um, yeah, with the emergence of like the meta and everything mm. going digital, man, it's I think it's going to be pretty crazy of where it's going to be. And I wonder yeah. where not long from now, how it's how they'll be technology wise for innovation in sporting as mm. well. So I know like they'll get banned 
from MBX I'll make you jump higher or whatnot. Yeah, but for I sure. wonder where it would be just for like the average guy wanting to who mm. next mm. Like 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Have you did you ever like I remember there was these shoes that like made your vertical higher, they had like springs in the shoes or some crap like that. <laughs> yeah, did you ever see those? Yeah, I did. I can't remember the brand. I think it was like it's I can't remember the brand off the top of my head. They were like a fluoro green shoe or something. Yeah, yeah. Nike's, oh, sorry. Nike's still bringing out all the the it's even the technologies that are coming out. It's just the simple little modifications like Nike, how they bring it out now for the marathon runners. Mm. Uh, is it the Nike React something? Maybe they've got like a little, little thin bit of uh, maybe carbon fiber or something anyway in mm. between. And then that's just giving that spring to mm. give you that micron of a second quicker, yeah. which open the marathon adds up to lapping people. Mm. <laughs> it does. Right. It's just that the small changes that create the big differences. Yeah, and I guess we can all put that into everyday life as well, mm. man. So, so, like your family, education, what your goals are, those yeah. slight little differences every day or once a week, whatever you can do to make it, we'll all yeah. let up. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you, you mentioned like education, like how, you know, you, you got what you were talking about, you got, you were in construction beforehand and then you decide to do your own business. Like, what did it take for you to get started? Like, what did you do to plan? Did you do any, like, hardcore planning? Like, did you do, like, a business plan? Did you do, like, a five to ten year plan? Like, what was that? What was that like to get started? Yeah, it's good, man. I have a bit of experience in it. I've had um, another business in the past, um, which which I was fairly successful at, but I sold it yeah. off after couple of years oh. well, i didn't sell the whole business name just the domain name and yeah. then just gave the rest of the business with it pretty much anyway yeah. um that was for mixed martial arts i was heavy in jujitsu so i, I imported mm -hmm. sprawl sprawl fire gear back in the day so i had a okay. bit of experience there mm. um so it was for me i did a business plan a five-year business plan not yeah. 10 years so far five years um just because i'm not sure which direction this is going to go yeah. eventually um so I did a five-year business plan, did a financial plan, um, looked into the NICE program. I didn't do it, but did a prior with another business, that other business. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, so that's the new, if anyone's interested in that, highly recommend it. It's the new enterprise incentive scheme. It's a government grant. It should be Australia-wide, but they definitely have it in New South Wales. So you mm -hmm. get, um, it's a year, a year thing. You do um what is a small business or micro business search for sorry i'm trying to remember back then. yeah all good um you also get government payments every fortnight which equal to like 800 a fortnight or something like that maybe mm. um you can earn unlimited through the business yeah you get a business mentor you do financial plan business plan yeah um yeah, yeah man it's Really good, really good. So heavily recommended if you can do that. Whatever hoops mm. you have to jump through, jump through them, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, so for me, it was to – I started out with the um, reselling. So mm. I started reselling to slide through the door and then to get the customs in that way as well. Um, and, yeah, man, so now my plan is kind of changing. It's evolving all the time, but my – Goal for probably in the next year is to manufacture laces here in Australia. So all the laces so far is coming out of China and stuff. Yeah. 
that's an awesome thing. I get mine laces from there as well. And yeah, also, yeah. Um, but signed up to Lace Space. So that's another mm-hmm. Australian company. So they're now supplying me laces, which is awesome. awesome. Yeah. Really nice. good, really good quality. Um, so yeah, looking to bring some manufacturing back to Australia and get some laces happening here. If I can yeah. figure out how to do custom laces as well, that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, that'll be dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, sorry, guys. For the businessmen, just don't give up. Like, I yeah. think it's a massive stack. Like 96 or 90% of small businesses fail in the first two years. Mm. So mm. just, yeah, I mean, try, 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 try. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I like how you always keep evolving, like you're thinking of the next next thing, like, you know, yeah. stagnant on one idea. You're just like, okay, yeah. let's create some laces. <laughs> yeah, that's I love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm happy for it. So I've priced up the looms and everything. I know the machines I have to get, how much it is and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure if I'll do it on this property or if I'm going to have to go warehouse styles. And and then again, it's evolving because I'm not sure which what, how heavy I'll go into design of things. So like maybe I might take the design route more than and then just have the manufacturing there, or I might get heavily involved into the manufacturing. Yeah, yeah mm. man, just never know where life's going to take you, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. That's it, that's it. Yeah, I wanted to ask, actually, because you do, uh, with the customs and stuff like that, how did you learn all the skills to start doing that? <laughs> um, <laughs> I dived into YouTube, man, really, just for the customs, for, like, hand painting, mm. YouTube. Um, so I did fine arts and design. I'd always been an artist. I had, I was in exhibitions, like they weren't my exhibitions, but I had pieces in exhibitions all over the years since I was maybe like 10 years old. Um, so studied fine arts and design as well, but then just for YouTube on Crash Course on how to prep, how to, like what paints to use, how to make sure it adheres to the shoe, top coats, finishes, all that kind of thing. It was all YouTube really. So share, shout out to... Uh, Chad Card Color, Feel Good Threads. Um, who else was there that I was watching? Man, there's a couple, a couple of guys, but shout, shout out. All the guys out on YouTube, not funny to come in, but you never know who you're helping in the long run, man. And yeah. your end goals are and where they can take it. So thank you to all those guys putting in the effort. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you you mentioned like you had a, a business mentor during that that pro, that program. Did do you still have a mentor today with your business, or is it something you're just learning? No, no not really. Um, a lot of business experience myself. So a lot of roles mm. I was in, I was in like managerial supervision. Mm. Um, I I did procurement as well, so I know how to negotiate with suppliers and whatnot. Yeah. I don't really need. Um, oh man, I'm always happy to take on information and suggestions yeah. and such. Um, there's a few guys that I do absorb from as well. So like Shoebaker from US, but he'll do a lot of posts and just put things onto Instagram. So I'll yeah. just absorb a lot through that as well. Um, yeah, man, just again, a lot of trial and error. See yeah. what works, see what doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because you, you you mentioned that you've done like procurement and like you've done construction and you're selling sneakers, you now you're doing like you, there's a lot of different things that you're like getting into and stuff like that it's just a i forgot what question i was gonna ask (laughs) (laughs) should see my resume it's eclectic it is (laughs) probably like 50 pages long and it's what is i'm like a 
I know a, a, a lot about a little, but a, a little about a lot, something like that. I know a little about a lot, a lot about little. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, that, that was the thing I was going to ask. Like, so there's a lot of things that you were you into. What, what was the thing that made you jump from, like, I guess the corporate construction now to doing your own thing? Like, what was the, the mindset? Boredom, bro. Boredom. I got just sick of the repetitive same thing all the time, you know? So, yeah. And the drudgery of having to be there at 7 a.m. or 6 a.m. Yeah. My life uh, shouldn't have to revolve around somebody else's plan, to be yeah. honest. Like, my kids shouldn't be affected because this guy wants whatever done. Mm. I don't know. Man. Yeah, so boredom, <laughs> man, boredom. I'd pro- I probably on average lasted at a job for about 18 months, to be honest. And then I was like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. well, bottom to this point <laughs> so, that's pretty good. yeah but so far with the shoes i'm like maybe i'm two years in trading business wise so i've already been that record yeah. <laughs> nice nice so where do you um see or before i ask that question like when you started is this where you saw your brand would be like where it is today or is it greater than your expectation um so far kind of greater than kind mm. of great then definitely i always not always but i thought i'd be in construction for maybe um oh i had it in the business plan to be in there for another year on top anyway yes yeah. so, um i was going to keep this as a side income because i was unionized with construction as well so it was crazy money it was pretty pretty fantastic so i was mm. silly to give it up but i just couldn't I couldn't live somebody else's dream anymore. Yeah. Um, but oh, sorry, man. I just brain farted. Nah, it's all good. All good, man. We understand you've had a long day, so we really appreciate you taking the time, man. Seriously. Ah, that's fine. Yeah, that's all good. Um, you know, it's like what you're saying. It's that you you plan to stay in construction for that another year, but then you're like, you know what? I, I don't want to be letting building someone else's dream you know what it's, it's kind of crazy how it can be so scary to do that like it's unbelievable that you were able to you know what stuff it i'm not going to wait another year to do what i want to do i'm just going to do it now like yeah, what did yeah, yeah what, what did that mean for you um oh life again bro because i'm an artist at heart and stuff i mm. need color i need need to create i need to do things and then the construction was soul sucking because it's just great yeah it's it's, it's great you like literally everywhere you look it's just concrete or something yeah. You know? yeah and um yeah man i just needed that back in the life and then i saw mm. shoemaker's post or story of him saying are you a hustler or a businessman and then that was it that that's that extra year that i'd had planned to have this as the side gig and still in construction mm. full time once I heard that at your hustle of a businessman, that was it for me. I knew what I had to do. Yeah. Um, and then I had the sense of urgency to do it now, not to mm. wait at all. That's it. That's it. It's that sense of urgency, man. Like, you know, all of us want to do something more with our life, like to pursue that passion or that business we always wanted to do. And then it's like, well, why aren't you doing it? And it's because, oh, like I got this, I got that still. But man, like it's so inspiring to see you, you took that step, you took the leap and you're doing what you are passionate about. And, you know, that's what we, we love to share, man. That's why we want to have you on the podcast and just have a one-on-one with you. Cause like, 
you are that the definition of like what we we inspire and aspire to be. Same with you guys, Bart, man. What what inspired, what kicked you guys off? What made you guys take the jump? Because it is a big jump too, man. It is. <laughs> you want to go first, Joe? <laughs> oh, well, we haven't taken the full leap. Yeah, we haven't taken we, the full leap, yeah. Because we're still doing our, our, our like full-time jobs on the side. Yeah. Like we always work, we work on this stuff. But basically, yeah, we, I don't know. We we always just want to do our own thing, right? Mm. That's the dream, like to just have our own thing to, to yeah, have our own thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think like for me, it was, um, you know, you're like, I have a warehousing job. It's nothing fancy. It's, 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 it's gray as well. Like it's, you see silver, you see metal, you just in, stuck mm. in a tin, a tin, tin, like cage you're, for eight hours of your day. And it's like, you go home and what do you do? What you, you watch Netflix or you do something that's not a part of your passion. It's kind of like, that's how you start to, I saw, I started to lose, like, I felt mm. lost in life and I was like, I want to do something more, you know, like I want to do what I want to do. Like I have a design background, but I'm working my life in warehousing like there has to be something more out there, right? And then you know, Joel and I came came together, and um, just like to cut a long story short, like I did a design for a, a basketball team for our church. He saw the design, and he was like, "Oh, you know what? Let's 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 do something." I was like, "Yeah, stop it, man. Let's do it. Why why not? Let's just try it out." Um, and then during that time, the reason why we have that meaning behind our brand because during that time we we went through our own struggles. We went through that difficult times and it was just like, we want to do something more than just apparel because just clothing itself doesn't have any meaning to it. It's just another piece of material. You just wearing yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. But when it, there's that meaning, that purpose behind it, there's like an extra drive why you want to do something. Like you go home after work. It's like, I want to build this because we're not only being able to put our designs out there. We're able to like share people's stories. We're able to, hear people's stories and like learn from them and like that's why we we have these podcasts is because it's like this is one of those platforms where we can connect and really learn from each other and obviously like we're, we're not there yet like we haven't taken the full leap but it'll be so amazing to one day like you know what let's do this full time and that's what we're trying to work towards hopefully soon <laughs> you guys are already putting in more than full-time hours with it though yeah. even though you say this is a side thing you're probably yeah. still putting in eight, ten hours a day for it. I bet oh, you. Yeah, 100%. man. Yeah. And yeah, of have, <laughs> even though you say just a warehousing job, like don't put yourself down for it. It's very smart to have those jobs that you can just step away from that you're not committed mm. to. So then like tomorrow, two, three, four days from now, if you if you decide to say to yourself, you know what, I'm, go, I'm going to go my route full time, then it's, yeah. it's good that you can just walk away and then that they can just replace you quickly enough. Yeah. Whereas um, if you are committed and somebody's committed to you and expects X amount out of you for the next six months, it could put yeah. a spanner in the works for a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. So that's good. What would you call it? A throwaway job maybe? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's something like that. But like one thing I, I, I learned is because I listen to a lot of other podcasts and like read, read books as well. And you, you hear successful people and it's that, for me it's that job that's teaching me like i don't want to be here like the rest of my life because yeah. sometimes you see it and it's like it's it's an easy job like you, you get paid for it and 
sometimes it can be like a black hole like you just stay there because everything is just you just get comfortable right but like the way I see it is it's I want to work so much hard I probably put more hours in like our, our brand than like obviously work because it's like I want to you know I want to be able to do this full time I want to get out of this so one day I can speak about like sometimes you gotta do something you hate to be able to do the thing that you love for the rest of your life and then when you have that thing that you love for the rest of life, you'll you'll cherish it because you'll be like, I don't want to go for the the ladder anymore. Like I want to be here doing this and and that, and it'll like solidify that that passion, that drive. You know, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does. But if you keep it, as long as you keep that spice within yourself, mm. man, you you should you'll be fine. Yeah. Man, you get a, a lot of hurdles, but I love the ups and downs with it as well, to be honest. It's a good yeah. ride. It's oh, such a good ride. It's a good ride, man. It's a beautiful yeah. ride. Like, I, I don't know how open you want to, you know, share in your podcast. Like, what has been, like, some of the struggles that you faced in your business? Um, the lockdown, man. The lockdown. Yeah. So, I, put, <laughs> I won't throw figures in there, but I pretty much, I put, like, um, a lot of life savings into the stock and starting up and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so even just like, you wouldn't even think about it, but signing a commercial lease is a lot different to signing a lease for the house. So when I signed the lease for the place or was going to, I was like to the real estate agent, I'm like, oh yeah, cool. So I was like four weeks in advance and two weeks bond, just like you're normal. And he's like, looked at me like, huh? And he's like, nah, it's like four months bond, two months <sighs> in advance, this, that, that. <laughs> so sign, sign my life away anyway. Um, yeah. But then, the, then with lockdown, so that's like six, eight months of having to pay rent with um, like no income coming in from it. Mm. Still had like selling laces online, all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, man. So that was the rest of the savings gone just to survive that lockdown. Um, so that's the biggest struggle. Like not good, not on the bones of my butt. Still good, but the mm. thing is, if another lockdown came for six months, I'd be done. Like yeah. my doors, are, my doors would be shut. But I'm not worried about it because I've got a lot of business coming in. We're getting mm. a lot of love from not just the local community, but Australia wide. Man, we're getting yeah. stuff from like Perth, Queensland. Mm. Um, yeah, man, it's really, really cool. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's so good. That's so good. Um, like, obviously, you said if that lockdown happened, like, what was going through your mind? Like, you know, if if nothing gets opened up, oh, what do I do? You know, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if I if I'm getting too deep here. Oh, no, it was Best analogy would be like just a roller coaster daily, yeah. like. Everything I'd planned and plotted and thought I could achieve or would be able to come around this way from got blocked. And then I'd come yeah. this way, it was blocked. And then to get government grants, I had to jump through hoops. And even that was like a five-month wait to get <sighs> from like the government grant and all that. Yeah. So it was, everything just got thwarted, man. It really yeah. it was a big struggle. So I think the best analogy would be like it was – like you got proposed to and dumped in the same day. <laughs> oh, that sounds the worst, man. Oh, gosh. Damn. I can't imagine. Yeah. yeah it was very scary, very scary. Yeah. And then daily as well. So the, the end of the day, I ended up with a little anxiety about it. I'm not going to lie, mm. man. So I come around, 
like November, December, five, six month mark, I'll, and my like savings are dwindling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Did you did you do anything to help you get through those those days where it's like the anxiety start to hit you, or did you do anything to help you get through that, or just you just kept on, just kept working? Just kept working, man. Norm, so I'm a normally I train. I have. Um, like I'm always training something. I'll have different goals. I might go heavy resistance. I might want to trim down. I'll go jiu-jitsu. I'll do different things. Yeah. Um, so we couldn't, man. We couldn't get out. Like we, They even like had parks taped off with no entry signs. Yeah. So we couldn't get a few cheeky chin-ups in or anything like that. Yeah. It was like literally just this head down and work. So it was a lot of back-end stuff, a lot of website stuff, a lot of mm. negotiating with suppliers, Um don't be scared to negotiate with suppliers either, guys. Like, mm. if they say it's this amount for this, you can say, well, how about this amount for this? Yeah. Mm. Double-check your contracts, read your contracts. Anything you don't agree with in that contract, you have every right to cross it out and send it back for them to sign off on as well. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, man, I thought sort I'd of throw that in there while that... No, yeah. that's great yeah. advice, man. <laughs> I wanted to know, uh, so throughout those struggles that you were having during that period, you obviously pushed through it. So what was the thing that you were telling yourself to actually get through it? Like, uh, Reminding myself of why I was doing it as well. So it wasn't just um, to like get out of construction and get colour back in my life. It was to mm. break the cycle of being bloody broke, man. Like I come from a, a lineage of broke ass. <laughs> 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 back to gypsies and stuff man like, oh, wow. really is. so on my main goal is i have beautiful children my main goal is to try and know even though it's a little store on canterbury road at the moment eventually this could grow to be something of generational wealth so that's my end goal is to provide for my kids 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 if i can with something out of this yeah that is awesome that is awesome did you ever have an uh, opportunity during that time to talk to other people about, like, your the issues that you were having or to vent out to other people? Nah, but I'll tell you what, the government copped an earful off me. <laughs> <laughs> my poor brother, yeah, my missus did. She did a lot. She was kind of sick of it. And then she was going through her own stuff as well with it. She'd lost her job and wasn't sure if she was allowed back and whatnot. It was crazy. Mm. But, yeah, man, now I just vented to... The people that were <laughs> like, in this position. Yeah. Or in that position, yeah. Like, <laughs> wrote to a few politicians, emailed a few lawyers, and um, spoke to the government and let them know how I felt about how quick they were acting on grants and mm. suffering and stuff, man. Yeah. 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 Amazing, cool. man. So I want to go back to the question I was going to ask before is, where do you see your your business, your 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 brand you're developing? Where do you see it in the next five to ten years? Do you see yourself doing it still, or do you see yourself expanding much big, bigger? I don't know. If I keep the repairs and refurbs and kind of side to it, that could potentially franchise maybe. Mm. Um, that could end up like a little Mr. Minute thing, but not not sprawled out all over. I, I maybe mm. think about one in each state um, at the five-year mark. But 10-year mark, man, yeah, bro, I'll be um, in the design side of things. I do believe yeah. myself. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, so five years will 
build this up, build this up, grow it, um, scale it up. I've already had people ask me if I want to open one up in Melbourne, bro. Really? Yeah, I don't even have my footings in Sydney yet. <laughs> so that's why I say that. Like, there's a lot of potential for it, I believe. Yeah. Um, so that could happen in five years, also along with the manufacturing side mm. of things as well. Um, that'll be cool to be able to supply other guys out of that, other stores mm. get into stores. And then from there, I'll probably go design side of things. Really. Yeah. That's do you do any like your own sneaker designs, your own like custom designs that you would potentially want to create one day? Yeah, man. Yeah. So I've, again, I've had a few people ask about that. Um, at the moment, not interested in releasing any shoes of my own. Like if I've yeah. got a collab with Nike or Adidas or New Balance or something, don't all day I'll do that. Guaranteed. <laughs> but um, not go at the moment. I. I'm working on a silhouette. I do. I am working on a silhouette. So the way do I have the last here? No. So um, you'll have a shoe last, like a plastic yeah. foot. Tape it up, then you can draw your design on it. Yeah. Cut the tape out, peel it away. Then you have your panels, and then you can stitch it together and all that kind of stuff. So I'm working on a silhouette. Um, not interested in releasing it. More just to see what I can do with it and rock it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So more like a wear test as well, I guess. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Let me know if you ever do something. I'd, I'd love to, you know, hopefully collab with you one day, man, because sneaker, sneaker design has been always like my dream. But, you know, as other sneaker designs, they always want to go for like Adidas, Nike. Like that's, I feel like that's far from me now. Like if I could just create one of my designs and see it in physical form one day, that would be an achievement in itself. Yeah. And I'd definitely be hitting you up one day, man. And hopefully, we can <laughs> one day, man. Uh, yeah, man. And even if I can't do it, if I'm doing other crazy things, then <laughs> there are some amazing guys, man. There's Chase Shield, there's yeah. Shoe Cutters, there's these are guys doing the handmade. And yeah, yeah man, there's um, Andrew OG, he's just come out of like a uni degree for shoe design oh, and wow. stuff. Yeah, there's some pretty cool dudes in Australia that. Okay that can do, <laughs> do, <laughs> do that yeah 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 that's sick that's sick man awesome awesome where do um, you see yourselves in um five and then ten years guys Ooh, that's a good question that's a good question man like <laughs> between yourselves or do you have like, <laughs> i think we can how often do you want to do you want to be about this gerald i think like Big picture. Yeah. What do you reckon? Big picture. Well, yeah, I think we, we mentioned it before a long yeah. time ago when we talked about it. Like, oh, how do you, <laughs> how do you see this? Where do you want it to be and stuff like that? I think that that five-year goal was to have, like, our own warehouse, to have mm. our own creative space, actually, to mm. not only house our merch and, like, for ourselves, but to actually have a space for other creatives to be in as well yeah. and to be very collaborative with other people. Um, yeah, because yeah, we had this. Yeah, we have a couple of ideas for the five years, but yeah, we want to really just have our own space, really yeah. just to create and do our own thing with other people. Yeah, very cost effective, man. If you can get a few guys on board and share the space so everyone gets their own corner, very mm. cost effective. Yeah, that was one of the plans with like another group we were working with, and then um, it's just stuff, other, other stuff happened and it just couldn't work out. Um, but yeah, like what Joe was saying, we that that goal, five year goal, is potentially having what we, we I I like to call it like the creative hub for a place where like um, 
those in the like especially craves in the asian culture it's not really seen as a respected art or a respected profession you know type of thing and it's like we want to create a space where people can go to and just like work together collab together and just do the things that they love without judgment you know and just work with other like-minded people like that's that's the vision we have type of thing <laughs> that's cool man and then that's good because we in that situation a lot of people feed off each other as well and then if his work as a little community he's can grow man he's can grow what i heard like joey diaz say the other day it only takes three people to take over the world <laughs> so you don't need 20 40 50 people to have a massive team like three strong people and you can yeah exactly yeah like you don't need me it's uh, that quality you know if you have that quality relationship you don't need a lot you just need those those people in your life and that's it that's it man anyway man like i don't want to take too much of your time i know you had a busy day and i know you're always working so hard and fixing up the, the shop so let's how about we close this out and Hopefully we can catch up again, maybe yeah, with man. the other Lace Kicks guys too. Yeah, for sure. Thanks you so much, guys. Appreciate you. Um, congrats on everything. Oh, that's a cool. I saw I saw your stuff on Instagram. <laughs> that's uh, dropping soon. Fire, fire, Thank you, man. Thank you. Hey, man. Maybe we, if we can, like, I love design person stuff. Maybe if if you allow it, like, I can send some prints or something over there and you know display it or whatever <laughs> definitely man yeah if i can help you in any way don't hesitate to ask man at all just hit me up hey same goes same goes if we can help Appreciate in any way it, too man. man like we're we're trying to rise together right like that's the the motto we're trying to go with like rise together rise each other up that's it that's it that's it man oh before we go before we go we have those three questions oh yeah i forgot <laughs> i haven't done this in a while because we haven't done podcasts in a while so we used to you usually end it with three questions. So three questions. What are you grateful for? What have you realized? And what is a question you want to ask yourself or the people listening? Oh, so what, <laughs> So the first one again is what I'm grateful for. Yeah. Um, life, man. It's a, it's a spin out that we're here on this organic rock tearing through space. Which is around the sun, which is tearing through <laughs> the, the milk, which is tearing through. Oh man, it's bananas! <laughs> we're here, we're, our lungs are breathing yeah. while we're just mm. sitting here talking about it. We're not thinking about it. It's automatic. Mm. Like, it's bananas that we're even here. It's crazy, yeah. crazy. So absolutely grateful for life. Um, sorry, the second one. <laughs> what have you realised? What have I realized? Um, what, as in business-wise? Anything. It could be anything. Like, what's a realization you had recently or, you know? Um, don't beat yourself up for your mistakes. Don't beat yourself up for your mistakes. Try and learn from it and move on quickly. Yes. Don't dwell. Don't sit. Don't spiral. Don't procrastinate. Move on, man. Learn and grow. That's it. That's it. And then a question I would ask myself. Yeah. Question I'll ask myself. Or to anyone out there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a really good, that's great. That's a crazy. Um, why do you joke around sometimes so much, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes I should be more serious. 
in times when I'm joking and sometimes yeah. Hey, nah, I like that. I <laughs> You're going to get me thinking on that tonight, man. I'm going to be like 3.35 thinking. That is actually a really good question, though. Like, a lot of people like, don't ask questions to themselves, I guess. Like, yeah, man. Like, yeah, uh, that's very introspective. Where yeah. are we? Yeah, this I'll, question I'll, usually stumps a lot of people. I'll do some self-reflecting. <laughs> hey, man, don't ever think it, man. <laughs> yeah, learn to move on. That's yeah. it. Learn to move. That's it. Learn to move on. Let go. Anyway, thank you so much, Josh. It was a pleasure talking to you again and having you on. Um, look, man, like the stuff you're doing is absolutely amazing, and the space you're creating is awesome. I can't wait to to see it and. You know, see your business thrive and grow in the coming years. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, guys. When you're in Sydney, slide through. At the moment, it's 83 Canterbury Road, Canterbury, but you never know where we're going to grow to. <laughs> nice. nice. Awesome. Let's go, man. Let's go. And hopefully we can see you in Melbourne, man. Hopefully we can see that yeah, in Melbourne someday. Oh, I'm there. You know, <laughs> the grand opening, I'm there. <laughs> yes. Awesome, man. Awesome. Um, is there anything you wanted to tag or like, you know, uh, plug for yourself for myself no not really man send that work in if you got anything for me if you got customs bespoke repairs refurbs anything send it through and shout out to everyone in australia that are making their moves shout out yeah. oh yeah actually one person just popped into mind um brush me harder she's a customizer from melbourne she's just released the nft of x amount of Picks and she yeah. is sold out and doing really well, man. So, um, yeah, keep an eye out on some dark horses in Australia. Mm. That's it. That's it. That's amazing, man. Anyway, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your week and have a good night, brother. Yeah, you too, guys. Thank you once Thanks, again. Josh. Amazing. Amazing. It's good seeing you, man. Okay.